0: Thank you for tuning in to today's life message from Cornerstone Church. We hope you enjoy today's encouraging message. If you would like more information about the church, stay tuned after this podcast. I want to share with you from the Word of God. And the Lord just so good to us? He is so faithful and we are so blessed. Um, I want to share from the Word of God that it is well with my soul. It is well. It is well. Uh, you know that God wants to give us the desires of our heart. And uh, it's well. Things may not be well with everything. But it is well. Because we can look to the Father beyond the circumstance and see his blessing and his hand upon us. And if his hand's upon us, it is well. Go to Second kings 4 um, 21 through 27 i want to pray over the word of god i want this to be i want this to come home this message to come home to us in a particular way lord we just pray in the name of jesus over the word of god in our lives that we receive from you and we give you blessing and honor and glory. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to give you a little bit of background about the, the story of the Shitt- Shittimite son, or the Shittimite woman. Um, the woman was old, and she could not have any children. <clears throat> and Elisha prophesied unto her that she would have a child. And so she a year later, he told her he prophesied in verse sixteen says, and he said, At this season next year you will embrace a son, and she said, No, my lord, O man of God, do not lie to your handmaiden. The woman conceived and bare a son at that season next year, as Elijah, as Elijah had said to her. So this was This was something that was spoken to her by a supernatural, supernatural word of God. One so much so, she said, don't lie to me. Have you ever had God speak something to you and you think that could never happen? How could that be? And then it comes to pass. And so in verse 18, and it says this, it says, when the child grew... The day came when he went out to his father's to the reapers. He, he, so this between these two times, it's a, he's probably five, six years old, maybe maybe not that, old, maybe a little older, I don't know, but, but he grew up some, and he said to his father, "My head, my head." In other words, a headache, a headache, a headache. And he, and he said to the servants, "Carry him to his mother." Now I can relate to that in a very positive way that I when my kids get sick or they were younger and they got sick I said go see your mother every man in this room can, can relate to that fact that go see your mother so here he goes he goes and sees he, they take him to his mother and what's his mother do same thing every mother does she cuddles, holds loves assures and things like that but Here's what it says, and he said to his father, "My head, my head." And he said to his servants, "Carry him to his mother." When he was when he was taken when he was taken when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. Have you ever had anything in your hands that died? Have you ever been anywhere where maybe your vision or your dream or your your hopes You held it in your arms and it died? Well, in this case, it was her only child. And and that child died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door behind him and went out. I want to tell you something about this woman's mindset. Her mindset was, I can trust God no matter what the circumstances, she took her dead son and she carried him to the man of God's bed. Now, let me tell you what this family did for the man of God. They, they built a room on the side of their house and they made an evangelistic quarters for him. So when he was coming through, he always had a place to stop, Candlelight or whatever he needed, and they would fix him something to eat. And so, so she carried him to the evangelist quarters of Elisha and laid this baby on the bed. How many want to? I want to tell y'all something about about believing God. Now, this is the the word of God says that the anointing of the Spirit of the Lord is tangible and transferable. You can lay hands on people. You can pray. You can believe God to transfer because in Paul in the New Testament he they took pieces of his apron and gave it to different ones for healing and so so she believed you know even in the Old Testament she she said I need to do this so she took her her dead son and laid it on the, on the bed and then she says this and then when they at ta- verse 20 and went and it says when he had taken him he brought him to his mother he was there about till noon and then he died and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door behind him and went out then she called to her husband and said please send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and return she had some fast transportation didn't she 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 uh, laid the bed, laid the baby on the bed, got a donkey, went to the man of God, and he said this is what the man of God said. He said, or the, he said, "Why will you go? Why will you go today, to him today? It is neither a new moon nor a Sabbath. And she said, "It will be well." she took that baby and laid it on the bed and she looked at her husband and she said it will be well that is an attitude that is an attitude um, of trusting the Lord even in the midst of terrible circumstances and then he said this no Sabbath okay Um, then she saddled the donkey and said unto her servant drive and go forward until do not slow down The peace, do not slow down. The pace for unless I tell you. So she went and came to the man of God, to Mount Carmel. And when the man of God saw her at a distance, he said to Gazi, his servant, Behold, there is the Shunammite. Please run out to meet her and say unto her, is it well with you? In the midst of a storm, there's always places and always can be questions. And she, she said, he said, is it well with you? No, it wasn't well with her. You can read that a little bit further. It wasn't well, her son just died. But she says, by faith, she says this, it is well. And he asks, is it well with your husband? and is it well with the child and we all know the child died and it wasn't well with the child and she answered it is well faith will override the problems and the circumstances faith will overcome it's like an it's like flying in an airplane you fly in an airplane with a forward motion when you stop the forward motion the airplane sinks to the ground faith is like that keep your faith engaged even though she knew there was a problem, circumstance, she kept her faith engaged and she kept her plane moving forward and she landed it because the man of God came. She landed that plane. She, she kept her faith intact. Can I hear an amen? This is a quiet crowd this morning. He said, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with that child? And her answer was it is well. See, in verse twenty three she said, It will be well. In verse twenty six twenty six her answer was it is well. When she came to the man of God to the to the hill which is when she came when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught hold of his feet, and Gazia came near and pushed her away. But the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is troubled within her, and the Lord had hidden it from me, and has not told me. You know that's a that that is a is a well Gazi could be the church, and the woman could be the need. And the man of God could be the presence of, you know, the spirit of God. And sometimes when people are hurt, others just push people away. You ever see that before? But I'm here to tell you that just like this man of God said to the Shunammite woman, you don't push her away. God is saying to us, don't you push them away we're going to see we're going to see growth and we're going to see God bring people in that you might think like the Shitmite woman gaze the eye push her away but God is saying let them come draw near let them be near us And so, a little later on in, in this chapter, the man of God goes to the house and he stretches himself out upon the, on the, on the boy. He puts his, the Bible says he puts his eyes on his eyes, his mouth on his mouth, his hands on his house, and he laid on him and he prayed. And the boy sneezed seven times. And then later on, Elijah says, Here, here's your son. And I have a few notes here um, I want to read to you before I share communion with you this morning. In John 14, 27, it says this, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it do not let it be fearful, because God is with us. She had she had a time or a problem and situation in her life that only God can take care of. I've said this, made this statement in church a number of times, that do what you can do and trust God to do what you can't do. I'm very, I'm, I, I think you should mow your own grass. You can have somebody else mow it. I have somebody else mow my grass. My point is, you can mow your own grass. You don't need to pray, about, pray to God to mow your grass. But if you've, got, if you've got somebody sick and you need God to touch them, then pray and believe God to touch them. Do you know, you're blessed. You're blessed with peace. You're blessed with joy. But you know what kind of peace you're blessed with? You're blessed with God's peace. Peace I leave with you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. God gives you a supernatural divine peace that only comes from Him. When I, was, when I was younger and I first got saved, I was I was living, I don't know where I was living at. I might have been living on the river, someplace. I was living. Um, no, I was living with my dad. And I was. I, was, I got saved, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, flooded my soul. And, and sin left, and Jesus came in, and the Holy Spirit, and, and I, got, I got gloriously saved. I, I personally had a Paul the Apostle experience on the road to Damascus. He was called Saul. I had an experience like that. When God saved me, I mean to tell you, he cleaned up one dirty person, one filthy man, a sixteen. 15 or 16 and then I got I got tangled up with this guy who was living on the river in his car and he getting all this doubt and unbelief and stuff in me and and I listened to him and I should have ran off but I listened to him and and I got away from God and got back into sin and one thing I did and I could never get away from was the peace of God what's in my life when he saved me and forgave me of my sins, the peace was there, and the world's turmoil and trouble, I just didn't want anymore. And I began to pray and seek God. I said, God, help me. Help me to walk with you again. And he did. And he did. You know, turmoil and trial can get around you like a wolf, a pack of wolves. And they can bite at you, and they, they can snarl, and they can do all kinds of things, but you know what you have? You have something called great faith. You have faith that will overcome the works of the enemy. She went to the man of God because she had faith. She went to the man of God. And she said, it'll be well. Everything will be all right. It'll be well. Then she said, it is well. You know what the Bible says in James chapter four, verse seven. It says, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and, fl- and he'll flee from you. Got verse eight, Albert? Draw near to God, and he'll draw near to you. Resist the devil, draw near to God, and God will give you the victory. Just like she, she resisted, she drew near, and God gave her the answer. In um, Hebrews four sixteen, it says it says this therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Draw near. Keep the faith, the Bible says in Ephesians 3. T- 3 12 through 13 it says in whom we have boldness and confidence access through faith in him therefore i ask you not to lose heart at my tribulation on your behalf for they are for they are your glory not to lose heart to keep faith to keep keep walking this is listen this is a time when the church, I keep up with some of my other pastor friends across the country. And right now, everybody is struggling with attendance. It's not the time to give up. It's not the time to set aside. It's the time to come forward. It's the time to step up. It's the time to trust the Lord in the midst of circumstances like this. I'm, I'm telling you, it is just trust God. It's It's just there. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, it says this. And when I come to you, brethren, I do not come with enticing words of man's wisdom, proclaiming unto you, I proclaim to you the testimony of God. I am determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's good, Albert. Thank you. The point of my message that I feel like the Lord has given me is to stay focused, stay connected, stay walking with the Lord, stay steady, because we're going to get through this, and we're going to be blessed on the other side of it. That's why we're building. That's why we built. That's why we built. We're exercising our faith. That's That's why we built. That's why we built. Thank you for listening to this week's encouraging podcast. You can find out more information about the church on our Facebook page at Cornerstone of Victory Church, Statesville. Remember, life begins at the cross.